0: Today on the Marshall Pruitt Podcast, in your week in IndyCar guest episode, who do we have? We have one of our favorites, one of your favorites, the delightful Felix Rosenqvist. How are you? Where are you? And what are you doing?
1: I'm good, thanks. I'm in uh, in Monaco, in uh, south of France, enjoying some good weather. Uh, I'm not doing a lot right now, I have to say. But uh, yeah, kinda enjoying, you know, a few weeks of downtime. Um uh, just uh, you know, charging the batteries a little bit, even if it's not it doesn't feel like too much to charge. I am pretty ready to to get going again. I have to say I'm pretty excited about, about next year. But uh yeah. Good to good to be back home. It it's been a while, I have to say. It's it's I think last time I was at home was like in February or something. And uh yeah, I, I feel like I'm becoming American. That's the <laughs> crazy thing. Uh, like all the things I, I, I got annoyed by when I started spending time in America, now, like the same things I'm annoyed by now in Europe. Like, oh, why, why are the parking spots so small? And why, why are the portions so small and all that kind of stuff? Like basically, everything is smaller. I think that's the conclusion.
0: Oh, Jesus. Yeah, good. I'm scared. Don't become like me. All right. I don't want to see your Instagram stories filled with you at Cracker Barrel, just mowing down plates of butter and barbecue and whatever. But uh, how funny. Well, let's say uh, let's say our, our usual thanks to our listeners. Felix, They sent in some great questions for you and also to our partners at Cooper Tires and the Justice Brothers, Toronto Motorsports.com and Bell Racing Helmets USA. Let's start off with... The most prescient question of all. This comes in from our pal Jordan Darwin. Says, Felix, what attracted you to the Aero McLaren SP team? Said, uh, Honda seemed to have a pretty decent advantage at some tracks last season, but uh, you're going to a Chevy team that really represented itself well. Tell us about the, uh, the interests and the thought process of, of starting a new page in your career with Aero McLaren SP.
1: Yeah, it's a good question. I, I think that's exactly what it is. It's, it's a new chapter for sure. Um, I mean, I mean, I thought I thought the team really impressed me this year. If if you, if you followed the team for the for the last couple of years, it's definitely an, a a good trend. Uh, and I'm I'm not only thinking what has happened, but also what's what's gonna happen and what could happen with with the uh, Aaron McLaren SP. And uh, you know they. They called me up and uh, we started talking at first lightly and then it got more serious and uh, you know I, yeah i i could picture myself in the team and sort of be the the missing puzzle piece for them and, and maybe they could be the missing puzzle piece for me as well you know in, in what i needed to go forward and uh what i need to to, to sort of get to the level i want in, in the next couple of years so uh yeah it, it was just you know it was kind of an easy, quick thing that happened and I'm very happy it did because I've, I've really enjoyed so far with the team. You know, I, I haven't, I wouldn't say I know the name of everyone yet in, in the shop, but uh, I, I spent a few days there and we did the barber test together. And yeah, it, it, it's a it's a very high energy team and yeah, I, I can't wait to see what, what's, what it's going to bring next year, man. It's going to be fun for sure.
0: Let's stay with this for a second, Felix. So Chip Ganassi Racing obviously was chasing you for a good while, trying to get you into IndyCar. Finally was able to make that happen. Coming into an established team, well-established team, obviously, hadn't just been around for a long time in terms of years, but you're, you're joining a teammate with all kinds of championships. The team is filled with history. You came in. They loved you. I mean, heck, I saw them last week at Laguna Seca, and they all still had just nothing but warm and kind things to say about you. But this is a role where you're coming in learning, by no means the leader, well-established, you know, the most successful IndyCar driver of his era as your teammate. Tell me about this new challenge and why you accepted it. Because for some young drivers, and granted, you look young, but you're an old fart, but For some young drivers, they like having that veteran there. It gives them a little bit of time and grace to kind of ease into things. You, on the other hand, said, no, uh, I want to jump straight ahead and move into being someone carrying the full responsibility for a team, along with another young driver in Pato Award. But tell me about that decision, Felix, because I don't know if every driver would accept that challenge.
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be a different dynamic, I think, in, in that sense, which is, you know, I, I, don't, I don't haven't really thought so much about that aspect. You know, I, I have to say, you know, in, in the last two years, and, and especially this year, it's been a really good lineup, you know, at Ganassi, with me, Marcus and Scott, you know, I, I think you couldn't really ask for a better relationship between three drivers and there was no ego trips or no arguments. I mean, me and Marcus had a little touch in St. Pete, and I think that's it. You know, during two years, that's all the all the drama it's it's really been in the team. And um, um, yeah, I think, you know, joining up with Pado, I, I, I'm always excited to team up with younger drivers because I always believe that they are the quickest. You know, they, they are the ones that come from the most recent... Uh, I mean, when, 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 when Pado grew up doing karting, I'm sure the level was better than when I grew up doing karting. And when he went to Indie Lights, I'm sure the level was higher than when I, when I went to Indie Lights. And obviously our careers have looked very differently, but I, I really respect him. And I think he can also help me take me to the next level because he's going to be super fast. And that's what excites me mostly. Uh, then, Then as you say, I, I mean, I'm going to take a different role when it comes to experience, to you know bringing the knowledge i have from from previous uh things in my career like formula e dtm uh gt cars uh, prototypes you know obviously i have a lot of experience which i think can be helpful in in, in certain situations to br- to move the team forward in during a race weekend or or maybe even during you know one session to the other that 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 can that can be a let's say you're struggling in free practice one and then you need to make a move and you have you have only two cars to gather data with you you need to kind of be quick with your decisions and know which direction you want to go and and I, I feel like I'm gonna have to contribute more than I've done previously because that's sort of been Scott's deal to to you know to to lead the team let's say but sure. uh, but i I kind of believe that the a perfect team probably has you know, if if everything looks the way i want to next year i i, I think me and pardo will be as equal as, as possible in in both performance and you know car development I, I think that's when you like in my in my experience that's when you have the most successful team when when, when both drivers bring the same amount of feedback and and uh and knowledge and speed to the team and, and then push each other accordingly I, I think that's what you really want to achieve and i think that's also the the plan uh our mclaren sp has with with the, with the driver lineup
0: as a journalist i am completely impartial and hope that each team has its own success next year as a fan i can tell you the thought of you and pato working together is it's ridiculous i can't wait like just as someone who's you know spent his life in this thing we don't often get two young badasses uh teaming up at you know what feels like the same point in their career where they're both ready for things to take off so yeah uh marshall Perth the fan i really can't wait to see what happens next year let's go to our pal zach eckler uh says felix what are some of your biggest goals for the 2021 season says hope you are well you're spectacular to watch, even though Zach says he's a hardcore and Auto autosport fan. <laughs> um,
1: I mean, I, I would basically say my goals are the same as starting this year where I couldn't, you know, achieve my goals, which I have to be harsh enough to, to tell myself. Uh, you know, I want to still improve the ovals, which I did this year, but I want to improve them further. Um, I want to score at least one more win next year. So two has to be the the target. And, uh, and I think most of all, you know, the the lows were just too many this year. I, I think my rookie year was kind of definitely had up and ups and downs, but it, it it was pretty consistent. And then this year was just consistency was all it wasn't basically. It was just up and down and. A lot of DNFs, and I think that's the that's the killer in IndyCar. When, when you don't finish the races, it's it's just a it's just a nightmare for for the season and the standings. And uh, you know, if if we can f- finish more races on on the track, that, that's that's gonna be key. And I'm sure, sure we're gonna be successful. Um, then again, you know, you, I'm joining a new team. I've obviously done one test. Um, you, you you have no idea. What it's going to feel like on a different tracks, but I I, have, I had a pretty good feeling in Barber. Obviously, I had a I have a fracture in my right hand at the moment, which kind of made that day not as good as we wanted. But uh, driving one handed at Barber, like Yes.
0: <laughs> you should have gotten an award for that, man. I mean, that's ridiculous. First of all, the fact that you would even try it is like okay. Anybody who says this kid isn't tough, uh, let's just <laughs> stop that nonsense right now
1: yeah it, it wasn't optimal and all, even st pete the last race of the year was yeah it, it was tough we there was a lot of taping and a lot of painkillers and a lot of coffee and,
0: and then you hurt and your and hand I I took, I, too which I needed I some attention whole, so
1: I, I, I think i emptied my whole backpack before i jumped in the race on sunday uh, oh, but but yeah it, it was uh, it hasn't been good with this hand injury because i got it at harvest gp uh when me and kimball had some contact uh he was on an outlap, and i was trying to pass him in, in turn seven and we had just a little little contact but we hit our each other's wheels and the wheel just clipped back on my hand uh and it's just taking forever to heal so so yeah that that's actually the the biggest goal right now to get this freaking hand working again
0: wow let's go to uh, our pal tim falkowitz who puts the questions together for me each week it says felix just wanted to say it's so good to have you in IndyCar. I love seeing fresh newcomers taking it to the old veterans. So he wanted to ask you what kind of training you're doing for next season? What's a, a typical weekly workout schedule like for you now?
1: Uh, so basically now it's kind of limited uh, i'm I'm doing things that um, that doesn't require me to use my right hand, which are yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, this is this is a this is a family show here. Keep it clean, pal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: oh, and you you
0: were gonna say that. Sorry. Uh,
1: no, but I've done some cycling, which has been okay. The doctors say that you can do things if it doesn't. If I don't have any pain, it, it's okay to do it. And cycling has been one of them, luckily. Uh, so that's basically what I'm doing at the moment. I try to, you know, keep up with neck exercises and. Just the, the, the standard things but in, in general I, I i'm just not risking anything because I, I need this to get healed because it doesn't matter if i'm i'm ready for an Ironman man next year if, if the if the hand doesn't work it's pretty hard to to drive an indy car um so yeah it, it's 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 kind of a low season in, in that sense at the
0: moment let's see why don't we go to jake ward says, Felix, do you think that joining Air McLaren SP might open doors with the United Autosports team in the crown jewel of sports car races? The 24 hours of Le Mans is that an in interest for you. Jake, of course, referring to the fact that McLaren CEO, Zach Brown, co-owns United Autosports with Richard Dean, and they kind of kicked a whole lot of butt uh, this past season, uh, in particular uh, in European LMP2 racing. So you're not unfamiliar with sports cars by any, any uh, fathom there, Felix. But uh, are you uh, knocking on that uh, that sports car door at all? Or are you going to wait a little bit till you get into uh, a few more months with your new team before asking one of the bosses?
1: Uh, it's something I've been looking at a little bit. I, ha- I-, I wouldn't say it's been a huge focus because there's been so many other things going on. But, uh, I mean, I- I've told Zach Brown that I'm open to do... You know another program next year because I think it would be good for me to to keep up. You know the driving and uh, and do other other things on the side, which which I believe is healthy for your. You know your. I mean, we're we're, we're athletes, so we need to to do our <laughs> trade every day or, or as often as possible. And 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 I think if you spend too much time in the same car, sometimes it, it you can get a bit. Um, yeah, it's kind of hard to explain. You kind of get used to driving only one thing, and it's something I'm not really used to. So, uh, yeah, I I would definitely like to get into to something else. It doesn't really matter what it is, but uh, but yeah, we'll 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 probably get into those talks soon. I'd say.
0: I love it. Uh, where else should we go? Here we get down to our last handful of questions. Brett Ross says, Felix, did you enjoy racing in the Formula E series? And did it take some time adjusting to pulling in halfway through the race, unbuckling your belts, jumping out, and jumping into a new car and driving off in that one?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I loved Formula. I had a good time there. Obviously, we had a lot of success, me and uh, Mahinda racing together. there. Uh, and it, it's funny you mentioned that, because that was like my biggest strength, the, <laughs> the, the car swaps, because I'm obviously not... <laughs> A huge guy, and and I just saw very early that I had a lot of potential because I, I I think I'm pretty like gymnastic in general, and I, I I can do like I can walk on my hands and I can do backflips and stuff. So I I, fe- I felt like it, there's a gymnastic element into a racing category. So that that must be like the perfect mix. And uh, I remember at some point they had these, uh, they took away the time limit on these uh, car spots. Yeah. So, in the beginning, you had like a limit of blah, blah, blah seconds. So you, you basically, you sat in the car for like five seconds, all buckled, and then the, your your team sent you away. But then Sean Todd, who is the FIA president, he was like, I want more action in the pits. And then he said, there, there's no more time limit. And, and when that happened, it was just crazy. Like, we, we practiced these stops. We came up with so many weird solutions and we taped the belts on the car. And, uh, I don't even remember everything, but at, at some point I, I, I managed to, so from stopping one car, unbuckling, taking the steering wheel out, jumping out, running to the other car, jumping in and being fully ready to drive was only six seconds, which, oh. <laughs> <laughs> which is like unreal. But we practiced so, like before, before every race, we were like all the drivers we were completely like blue like bruised over our whole bodies because we did probably like 50 or 60 uh, car swaps practices the day before the race Uh, it it was just nuts but it it was good fun i kind of liked the whole idea of it even if it was kind of yeah not the normal thing you see in, in, in the motorsport category but yeah good times for sure
0: I think we also just uncorked something that is now going to be something that we expect to see on pit lane as you getting ready to drive your number seven air McLaren SP Chevy, uh, walking handstands and backflips. I think we're going to now start (laughs) asking you for these gymnastic displays. Cause you know, uh, we don't see them. So geez, man, you're bringing all the stuff. I love it. Uh, let's see. Mitsuki Matsura asks, uh, Hey Felix, this year, You've worn the mask designed by your manager, Stefan Johansson, asks for next year, are you going to wear masks uh, provided with possibly aero McLaren SP branding, or are you going to keep wearing Stefan's and help promoting uh, his mask business? And can I just throw in a little sidebar? How many things is Stefan trying to sell these days? Jesus, <laughs> there's a limit, right? Or no, maybe not. He has to make his living. Yeah. I'm living. If I made that guy's living for a day, I could retire. I don't <laughs> want to hear that nonsense. But kidding aside, um, uh, what are we thinking here? Is this a negotiation we got to do? Uh, Steph might be the one doing the negotiations for it. That's a conflict of interest right there. I'm calling the president.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I, I was actually hoping that we wouldn't have to wear any masks next year. But mm. maybe that's uh, becoming a optimistic thought. But yeah. um uh, no, I think i uh, I think I' probably wear the McLaren ones I mean the the, the thing with the Stefan mask was like that was the only one I had because me and Caroline, I remember we we don't watch the news every day, and one day we went out for lunch and when we came to the lunch place in Zionsville in in, in Indiana, they were like, "Do you guys not watch the news because we missed the whole lockdown completely and uh, <laughs> and then we kind of like turned on the news so like oh the whole country is looking like a lockdown and uh and stefan sent us some masks and i ha- honestly i never ever bought a mask apart from the one stefan sent me and that's the reason i just been been using those it's not like a, obviously i want to promote his stuff but it's not like we have a some kind of deal going on there so uh i mean if i have to wear the mclaren once i'll happily do it
0: Look at that, Steph, just being a good manager, making sure his uh, client uh, has ample number of masks. Uh, So good on you. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) Last couple questions here. Uh, We're going to crack the door open on one of the running themes every time you're on the show. Uh, Kyle HB Donnelly says, Felix, is the coffee situation better at the old team or the new team?
1: Uh, So... I say I brought my own Espresso machine, which has probably seen its best days by now. (laughs) Uh, And I asked if I had to bring one to uh, Brendan, who's kind of looking after the logistics side at at, uh, McLaren SP, and he said they have one, and I tried it at the barber, and there there might be a purchase of a of a coffee machine in the next couple of weeks. I think uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see
0: Christmas coffee machine sent to the team <clears throat> yes, by its exactly. new driver. That's a, that's a smart play right there. Felix. I like yes. that. It
1: goes, goes a long way with the mechanics for sure. That That's, uh, normally they steal all your, all your pods. And then when you're going out for a good qualifying lap, you're like, where, where, where's the coffee? it's uh yeah it's a dangerous game like you kind of have to hide it in in your locker or something between the races so it doesn't get abused
0: smart man smart man uh, we're gonna stay on the topic of coffee <clears throat> and go here to our pal trip hazard it says Felix have you ever consumed well- matured kombucha because if you uh, if you haven't tasted hashtag fox piss uh, you really haven't uh even come close to anything until you've tried his special brew of kombucha he says this will out fox piss anything i hereby challenge you to a fox piss challenge at indy in 2022 uh, he says i'd come to indy in 2021 but i'm still scared of the coronavirus. so i've never tried kombucha have you and if so how does it compare to ho- fox piss and should we tell folks about the thing you you told me before we started recording about fox piss
1: Yeah, let's start with that. So uh, for everyone following this uh, topic, fox piss. So apparently I've been wrong my whole life about, uh, so so basically fox piss was something I thought uh, Swedes say uh, about uh, strong coffee. And it turns out it's actually fox poison i think i'm, I'm not 100 percent sure there's something else it's like rat poison or fox poison <laughs> but but I, i've been walking around my whole life saying the wrong thing which uh kind of makes makes it even more funny because it, now it's my brand right? it is I, I own this um so yeah that
0: uh, and i was urging thing- you before we started recording you got to get that Trademarked, copyrighted. I want to yeah. see uh, small cans of fox piss coffee energy drinks. Uh, you should be we making a up, fortune maybe, off otherwise, this.
1: Maybe, maybe Stefan will will steal it Jesus. before I if I don't call quick enough to the I'm, Copyrights office.
0: I'm going to check Instagram in about a half hour. He'll have them up for sale. We guarantee <laughs> that with the little, you know, uh, paint whatever the the same painting that is. Uh, replicated on the masks, that kind of starburst type thing. That's going to be the can. I've already got this done, man. You should be making millions off this. Uh, but Felix Rosenquist Fox Piss coming to a racetrack near you. So kombucha, have you ever had that, and how does it compare?
1: Yeah, actually, Caroline, my my girlfriend, she brought home like a full what do you call it, like a six pack, um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I, I kind of like it, I have to say. It's one of those drinks that you, you always want to have one, and then when you try it, it's, it's not as good as you thought, but it's still good, <laughs> and it's probably healthy and a lot of yeah benefits that I couldn't speak for. But uh, yeah, I, I don't mind it, man. I, I think I can probably become a kombucha drinker if I if I really try.
0: Jesus, you're you're amazing. I, I would scientists need to study your stomach man because the things that you put in there and survive. I mean, I don't, we don't want to get into, uh, you know, the after effects and how many hours a day you spend in the, uh, in the old bathroom there, but geez, it you sounds can ask like
1: Marcus you... on that. He, 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 he has the whole
0: story. After oh. This season. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, that, I'm making a note right now. <laughs> All right. Two questions to go, my man. This one I believe comes from one of your countrymen, Frederick Wakeman it says, hello and congratulations, Felix says, rumors say that you were in discussions before Valtteri Bottas got his Formula One seat at Mercedes-Benz. Asks, did you ever get a chance to drive uh, a Mercedes F1 car, at least on the simulator? And were you faster than Hamilton? So I guess for IndyCar fans, they know you having come over four, three, four years ago, however many, doing Indy Lights, winning some races, making a splash, then finally getting signed a couple years later. Folks might not know that this Formula One thing was certainly on your radar for uh, for a little while.
1: I mean, I, I wouldn't say there were any super serious talks about ever putting me in a the car. Uh, there, there's been those talks in, uh, you know, in connection with you know maybe making a new deal or something that there could be an opportunity to to do a test but it, it never in my in, in any of the deals i've had that ha- has there been like a like a true opportunity to test from formula one car like there, there's been some talks here and there and uh, yeah I, i've been on the on the simulator I, I have no idea like simulators these days are like uh, they're just like the real deal there's always different weather and grip and versions of software and and it's kind of hard to actually compare you don't really you don't really do that these days but uh uh, all i can say they have their really cool simulator that's for sure probably the best one i've driven
0: wow well that's awesome uh why don't we close with our pal joey of the priuses says felix the macau grand prix is this weekend which I believe you've won at least 104 times. And he says this year it's only a Chinese Formula Four race as opposed to the usual full Formula Three World Cup. But it got me thinking about racing indie cars at Macau. Would Felix win? And would half the grid still be in one piece at the end? Uh <laughs> looking at what like Earl Bamber and Vantor and some of these guys do each year in uh, the GT3 race. And block the track and stack twenty cars on top of each other and crashes. Oh,
1: I, I was there that year when. Uh, so I was I was racing a Ferrari at the time in 2016, I think it was 17, maybe. And that that big one when the whole field got like in a mass, massive serial, we call it serial crash. That's what we call it in Sweden. Sure. well uh, like yeah, basically I, like I crashed in the guy in front of me which crashed in the front of him and then you could you you could sort of feel like through the car you could feel how more cars crashed in behind (laughs) like you could feel like small vibrations just adding up (laughs) (laughs) it it was crazy that that was like the biggest uh, probably biggest bill ever in motorsport because i know one guy who insured Almost all of the cars, and he didn't look happy after that.
0: Oh. That's for sure. Well we had to walk, take him off the ledge there. Yeah,
1: <sighs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it was. Um, I, I think uh, I think driving IndyCar cars definitely possible. I mean, after walking the track at Detroit last year and racing there, I, I think probably you, you you can race an Indy car anywhere in the world in any on any surface or. Woods or bricks or rocks or mountains. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's anything you cannot race an IndyCar over. So, uh, yeah, my answer is yes. That would be awesome. It would be a really, really, really cool race.
0: Well, and you would win it, I would assume as well. Yes, I mean it's a unique place for folks who haven't seen. It doesn't have to be F3. It could be anything. If you haven't watched a race at Macau, especially going back in the day. Oh man. Uh, it's an endurance race. Just lasting it, not riding your car off or having some moron <laughs> hit you and ri- I mean yeah. Uh, it is attrition. It's a bit like
1: the 500. Like I I never had a race more similar to the 500 but yet so different. Like you the whole mental thing and also the whole uh, like you you need a certain amount of luck, you need everything to be right on the last lap and the in the race and you need to survive all the way to the final lap through practices and qualifying and if you crash you lose all your confidence blah 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 like the whole the whole build up to that race is very similar and that's why it's also one of the races that you really want to win because it's so rewarding but it, it, it's a it's a like for everyone who hasn't seen a race in Macau, i guess you can you can look it up on youtube or uh, yeah, it, it, it's an amazing track, and it's hard to explain how cool that track is to to drive. Like one la- one qualifying lap around there is, you basically don't breathe for two minutes. It's 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 so cool.
0: Well, speaking of cool, happy for you, my man, with this new opportunity at Air McLaren SP. Boy, uh, granted, I wish the off season was longer so we could all get a little bit more rest. But at the same time, I can't wait for next season to start knowing how well your new team finished off 2020 uh you two monsters getting to do some good work next year can't wait to see how that pans out congratulations thanks for taking some time here and uh yeah enjoy this this brief respite you get I and mean, hopefully we'll get to see you here very soon coming into the new year
1: thank you very much Marshall. you too have a good uh good little break